I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It is the Heart and Hustle podcast. When you hear our song, you know we're going to drop another one for you here uh, on the SB Nation podcast network. You're part of the Orlando Pinstripe Post podcast network. Nick Grunowitz here. Scott Inez is with me. Another episode of the Heart and Hustle podcast coming your way. Uh, as we are deep into the offseason, game one of the NBA Finals as we are taping this was last night. The Magic, of course, uh, have not played in some time, but they are warming up, getting ready for their offseason, had some guys in for workouts. Today we will talk NBA draft. We will talk a little to-do list during the offseason for Orlando, some free agency news and notes, and a couple of rumors uh, that have been coming our way. If you are listening for the first time, welcome to the family. Thanks for uh, joining us, hanging out, uh, making uh, this podcast part of your exclusive library, I guess. I'm Nick Grunowitz. He is Scott Inez. You can catch us weekdays on ESPN 580 Orlando, ESPN Afternoons with Scott Inez. Uh, and uh, you can catch my show uh, with my buddy Jerry Daniels weeknights 6 to 8 uh, on ESPN 580. You can follow Scotty on Twitter at Inez Says uh, and me at ESPN 580 Nick. Uh, let's get down to the bottom of this, uh, Scotty, um, because this is kind of the dead time for the magic. You and I have talked, you and I talked about this a lot where yeah. it's, it's the season ended. We heard from Jeff Weltman the day after the season. You and mm. I both know he was going, he's going into the vault, yeah. into the bat cave. Yeah. Uh, you don't hear much from these guys during the off season. It's either what you, it's either you're, you're Daryl Morey in the Rockets where everything you do is leaked to the media for a specific reason, or you're Jeff Weltman and John Hammond who, they make a lot of their moves quieter. They're, in they're, the shadows. Yes, they absolutely. Wa- what's the old yeah. saying? Walk, walk lightly and carry a heavy stick, yep. or something like that. Yep. That's that's kind of the way that they like to do things. Yeah, Jeff Weltman and John Hammond are not Daryl Morey. They like to hold things very close to the vest. I know we found out today. We're taping this on Friday. We found out today that there were a number of. Uh, prospective draftees working out for the Orlando Magic today. They had some dudes in. Yeah, they had some dudes in. Josh Robbins of the Athletic uh, had a uh, a tweet storm about three or four straight tweets about who the Magic had in today. Uh, it included Maryland center Bruno Fernando, uh, who I feel like has been at Maryland for six years, seven years, something eight, like that. Yeah, seven, eight years. I just I and I I okay. Um, LSU big man Nas Reed, uh, who we saw play in the ACC tournament and in the NCAA tournament. Um, well, I guess I'm sorry, the SEC, the SEC tournament. He played yeah. for LSU. What am I talking about? Uh, and uh, Florida State big man um, Kevin Gelly. Uh, yeah. I can't pronounce his first name. I think it's Fondu. Uh, no, that's cheese, and that's delicious. <laughs> Fiondu, Kevin Kelly. They call um, him Fee. Just call him Fee. Uh, the, yes, the long, athletic Florida yeah. State big guy. Uh, those three guys worked out today. There's rumors about a couple of other guys that they're going to be working out, yeah. uh, but those were the guys that were in today. Yeah, look, we're in an uncharacteristic spot this year because this is the first time since, what, 2012 that we're out of the lottery, right? Uh, where did you pick when you took Sabonis? 
You won uh, 35 that games that year. So that was like 11, 12, 13. Mistake, okay. Yeah. All right. Yes. This yeah. is the this is the lowest, highest, whatever you want to say, yeah. pick that they've really had in this post-Dwight yeah. Howard era. Yeah. First time since since he left, 2012, that yeah. summer that the Magic have been outside the lottery. And so, they took Nicholson that year? Yes, Was it Andrew they did. Nicholson? Andrew oh, Nicholson. Canada? Where are you now, Andrew Nicholson? He's last, in China. Yeah, last time I checked, he, he was, was in China. killing it like, in China. Averaging like 28 a game or something like that. He was, tell me yeah, that? he was murdering dudes in Canada. Yes. <laughs> so this is the first time since Andrew Nicholson that we're outside of the lottery. And while it's strange, it's also a good thing because it tells you that the Magic are making progress on the basketball court after the last seven years. It tells you that the Dwight Mayor is pretty much over with here in Orlando. So it's kind of a good thing, bad thing. Good thing you're not in the lottery anymore. Bad thing that you're not in the lottery anymore taking better players. So here you are. You're sitting at 16 and 46 in the second round. And at 16, look, you know, every one of those guys that, that you just mentioned, every one of these guys that we're going to mention in the future coming in for workouts and potential draftees at 16, they're all going to have warts, right? And it, it's just a question of how big those warts are. Everybody's going to have an issue or two or three. And to be perfectly honest with you right now, and I know we're, what, like three weeks away from the NBA draft? In studying the Magic's pick at 16, at least I'm not in love with anyone yet. Not like that. There's no Trey. Like my guy last year, as you well know, Nikki football was Trey Young. I love me a, a little Trey Young last year. Uh, and he exploded in the second half of the season and, and really played well for the Atlanta Hawks. But there, there's nobody out, other than Zion Williamson, obviously, who the New Orleans Pelicans have already fallen in love with. There's nobody there in and around 16, at least, for the Magic that um, you're totally in love with. Now, ideally, you want a kid who can shoot the basketball, right? You, yes. you desperately need shooting on this team. The defense was stellar, all in all, but you need an athlete. You need somebody who can create his own shot. You need a three-point shooter. That would be the ideal guy. At 16, is that is that guy there? Um, There are bits and pieces of guys there, but sure. that, that guy really isn't there at 16. So I think the Magic at 16, if they keep it, and I know we're going to be talking about this as well. Yeah. If if you keep that 16 pick, I, I think that particular player, whoever it is, is going to have to be developed over the next several years. I don't see a kid, and, and this is kind of par for the course in terms of the NBA draft now, minus the Zion Williamsons of the world. But I don't see a kid who can step in immediately and, and become a stud and fill that role of being an athlete, being a great three-point shooter and creating his own shot. I don't see that guy at 16. No, I mean, like, at 16, that's going to be tough. Now, this always happens in the NBA draft. Somebody falls. Yeah. There's always somebody. Last year, of course, it's it's Porter Jr. Uh, who fell all the way to, what, 14? I think it was the final fifth, 14, the final pick of the lottery, yeah. I think it was. Of course, he goes to Denver. We didn't see him. We'll see him in Summer League, according to reports. But there's always a guy that on draft night tumbles. So... Could it be somebody that we expected to go in the top 10, 11 that falls? Uh, Let you, me throw a name at you. Here. I know what name you're going to throw at me. Go ahead. Cam Reddish. 
I didn't expect that name, but when I went through the list of mock drafts and I kept seeing Cam Reddish's name kind of move further and further down. I, I mean, does he slip Cam, all the way no. to 16? No. Probably not, but you never know. Once mm-hmm. once that kind of thing starts, it it, it doesn't sure, end. Everyone, and you have teams questioning, okay, why is this wrong team with in them? front of me? Right, we've all seen the movie guy, Draft right? Day, right? In the, in, in the movie Draft Day, when Sonny Weaver Jr. passes on the quarterback, yeah. everyone's calling him saying, all right, what's wrong with yeah. them? Yeah, it's like Paul Pierce back in, what, 98 or whatever it was? Paul yeah, Pierce slipped in slipped in Kansas but Kansas but, thank you but yeah Paul Pierce he, he began to slip and all of a sudden he gets down to what number 10 at Boston and everybody's wondering what in the world is going on with Paul Pierce what what did this team know that I didn't know and it scares other teams away so I'm not saying that a Cam Reddish out of Duke is going I don't to fall all the way to 16 um if he does let me, let me say this if he does he could fall late lottery he could if he does, and let's say you need to jump up like two spots or something, I mean, if Cam Reddish is there around where you are, yeah, yeah, sure, make a call, try to move up. If Cam Reddish is on the board when you're on the clock, yeah, do not wait for the time to run out. Run up and take that yeah, guy because uh, I know we had a disappointing year at Duke, but he's kind of everything that you want for the Orlando Magic. I mean, six eight with a seven foot wingspan that checks all the boxes for <laughs> Jeff Weldon and John does. Hammond. Yeah. Um, in fact, I would say he's not quite long enough, but. <laughs> He's a kid that for most of his his career, his his time playing basketball, they've talked about the shooting ability, the knockdown ability. He mm-hmm. has a bit of shades of Paul George in him. If you read some of those comps, those are my favorite. Mm. But um I think that if you're looking for a guy yeah. that can come in and contribute right away and grow into someone you can build the team with, I don't want to say around. I think the guy is Romeo Langford out of Indiana. Like really? you say that there's not a guy that you like. Yeah. The more and more that I look at Romeo Langford at Indiana, who uh, played... I didn't say that. Love. Okay, no love. one you love. Okay, all right. Go ahead. Um, well, of course. I mean, there's guys we like. I think Romeo Langford could be the type of player he was. Um, he played through injuries this year. He he averaged 16 points a game this season. Uh, that can be the type of score that the Magic have looked for. Hmm. Either him or, and it's not going to be a popular pick, I think, for Magic fans, Nasir Little out of North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've seen him mock to the Magic quite a bit. Um, I think at some point in time, uh, if he's there on the board, the Magic will look at a guy who was the MVP of the McDonald's All-American game, right? who went to North Carolina, uh, and I had Kyle Boone, who is a college basketball and NBA draft writer on, on ESPN 580 last week. We were talking about Taco Fall. Mm-hmm. Um, but Nasir Little's name came up, and he said, listen, I mean, when you look at it, he went to a team that was not a normal college team for a one-and-done player, and that is veteran-laden. That He didn't get a whole ton of minutes, and when he was out there, when he did get minutes, mm. um, it was kind of an odd fit. And he, he never really just kind of fit in there. So I think if Jeff Weltman and John Hammond, if he's on the board and they take him, because he's another forward. He's another, you know, six six. By the way, six six seven foot one wingspan. <laughs> we like long arms, but he he's a guy I think that can turn into a three and D guy. Uh huh. And you're buying high talent expectancy. Yeah. Without really knowing what the outcome is, it's so, a lottery ticket at six. So so with this kid, you would be taking best player available instead of a need, which is that that perimeter uh, three point shooter type of guy right I mean and 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 I know this kid can shoot the rock a little bit but I, I want to go back to your comments about Romeo Langford okay um I, I've studied him a little bit 
Okay. Uh, and, and I will say this. He's on top of my list right now. He is, is he really? He is a gifted scorer. We we had not talked about this, by no, the way. You no, and I came in with our own list. He's very, very raw. Yes. As as are all these kids. You know, right? I mean, 19-year-old kid, you're going to be raw, well, right? You know who he kind of reminds me of? Maybe I'm wrong here, but just reading some of the some of the comps. I did not see him play much in college. Doesn't that kind of feel like Victor Oladipo part two? Mm. Like raw kid, mm. plays off the ball, a gifted scorer. Mm-hmm. Um, he's younger, of course, than Vo when you when you took him because he's a one and done kid. He's 19 years old, but he kind kind of feels like Victor Oladipo part two. He averaged about 17 points a game in yeah, college. A little Did bit not bigger. Shoot it well from three. No, no, he didn't, and that's a concern. Um, he does have that positional length at six foot six. He finishes at the hoop. Um, his outside shot is not great by any means. Um, but again, he's only 19 years of age. Mm-hmm. He can use both hands. He's very, very smooth. You need both hands. The one thing that you love about this kid, too, he's, he's smooth and he's athletic. And you need an athlete. Now, Can w- when you get him into your camp, can that shot improve? From what I've seen on tape of Romeo Langford, yes, you can work with his shot. He's that talented a kid. He would be a project Mind you, magic magic fans are already just they're already thinking about the fact that was bringing in another guy that can't shoot well, another mean, dude look, that doesn't I, have the ability to put the ball in the basket. I, look, I, I will say this. Um, I, I think the kid has tremendous athletic upside. I think he has tremendous shooting upside as well. You get this kid into your system and I think he becomes a better shooter. So. I think when you take a look at a kid like Romeo Langford, I, he was uh, near the top of my list. Uh, the kid, um, the kid from Virginia Tech, Nikhil Alexander Walker. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw him play a couple of times this year for Virginia Tech. He's he's a little bit more slight of build than Romeo Langford is. Like like Romeo Langford, he can come into the league and at least compete physically immediately. I don't know if this kid Walker from Virginia Tech can do that. Yeah, and the other kid that you mentioned, the the Kevin Porter kid from uh, from, USC, from USC, he's got an NBA body right now. I have I have a lot of questions about Porter, namely why didn't he play so much out at USC this year? That's baffling to me. He didn't get a whole lot of minutes for whatever reason. But uh, th- this kid, I think, in terms of Walker, I think he's the best shooter of that group that we mm-hmm. just talked about. I don't love the form on his shot. His oh, elbow terrible. kind of flies out a little bit. But I do like the fact that he is a very, very good shooter. He he definitely has the court vision and awareness. I like his passing. Again, a little slight, and you're going to have to build up his body. Mm-hmm. That hasn't been a problem for this organization under Jeff Weltman and John Hammond. I don't worry about that. Uh, the kid can shoot it. There's no question about it. So I think probably the best shooter of the group that we just talked about is this kid from Virginia Tech, Nikhil Alexander. Well, yeah, there, there's actually one more guy that that we should okay, look at ahead. at 16. One more thing about Kevin Porter because you asked why he didn't get a ton of minutes, yeah. and this is actually why I kind of I mentioned him because he's in mocks, but he's not necessarily on on a guy I'm really considering. He was suspended indefinitely from USC midseason uh, for an undisclosed off court reason. That's a red flag. So. That's there's a, a bit of a there's a bit of maturity questions about this kid, yeah. and if there's one thing that Jeff Weltman has made clear in his time here in Orlando is he's drafting a person, not a player. Right. So I think if there's any kind of a maturity issue, character issue, a character issue, and it. I don't know what happened, so right. I, I'd have right. to look look further into that. But believe me, they do. 
Yes. <laughs> they know exactly what happened. Yes, they they will they look into that. Uh the other guy that you that I think we need to uh talk about is is Tyler Hero, who mm-hmm. is uh the kid out of Kentucky. Yep. Um and he's someone I think when you talk about someone that can rise or fall quickly, kind of feels like Kevin Knox last mm-hmm. year, where Knox he was kind of the back end of the lottery, then all of a sudden he moved his way up and the Knicks are taking him, what, ninth overall or yeah. something. I think this is another kid that he's the best shooter of the group the Magic are going to have a shot at coming into um, at, at at 16 or so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and again, from Kentucky, and, yes. and some of those Kentucky kids have a very good history in the, uh, in the NBA draft, too. Shot 35% from three in yeah. college, averaged 14 points. You know, none of the numbers for these Kentucky no. kids are ever going to impress you because, you know, they— there's so there's so much talent on those teams, and yeah. and and rarely is there a guy that just kind of gets his opportunities. But his skill is shooting the basketball. Yeah. If you want someone that just can step away and put the ball in the hoop, yeah, that is the kid. Um, that that can do it. And I I do love the comps. Like I'm a big fan of the Ringers NBA draft oh, guide. Gosh, the comps drive me crazy. Um, the next LeBron James. Well, we're gonna go. We're gonna go through the comps of all the guys oh, we're talking about here. Oh my uh, Tyler Hero, by the way, shades of Devin Booker. Okay, I'll take that. C.J. Miles. Okay. Courtney Lee. Wow. I don't picture C.J. Miles and Courtney Lee in the same sentence, but okay. Neither do I. Actually, that one kind of surprised okay. me. Uh, let's go to who do I have next? Uh, Nikhil Alexander Walker, the kid from Virginia Tech. Yeah, I just mentioned Shades him. of Shea Gilgis Alexander, who some Magic fans believe they should have taken okay. last year instead of Obamba. Yeah, Malcolm Brogdon, mm-hmm. who by the way John Hammond drafted in the second yeah. round at uh, in in Milwaukee. Tyler Johnson. Hmm. That's Ke- not bad. Kevin Porter Jr. You're not going to like these names. Yeah. J.R. Smith, Rodney Stuckey, J- James Young. You red flag. I don't want any part of that. Sorry. Wow. Okay. Um, Nasir Little, who we mentioned. Yeah. Andre Iguodala. Mm. Harrison Barnes. Stanley Johnson. Hmm. I'd take two out of those three yeah, guys. Yeah, two out of the three. Not bad. Um, Romeo Lankford. Oof. I, don't, I might be changing my mind on Romeo. The comps? Shades of Larry Hughes. Contavious Caldwell Pope. I'll take Larry Hughes. Marshawn Brooks. I'll take Larry Hughes. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to the deal on Spotify. So I think those are those are the ones that we're I, I want to mention right? a couple more names. Sure. And we're talking about perimeter players, right? We're talking about kids who could potentially turn into really good three-point shooters, athletic kids. A uh, couple other guys that I wanted to mention, and one of them is Bull Bull. It's a no from me. And and if if I were to direct that question to Magic fans, I'm sure I would get a no. Mostly a no at this particular. I think the predominant answer would be no, because how many centers do we have on this roster right now, including Nick Vucevic, who is an unrestricted free agent? You got Vooch, you got Mobamba, you got Ken Birch, you got Timothy Mozgov. So many Magic fans go, really? Seriously, we we need another big man, even though he is seven foot two and he is gifted and bull bull from Oregon. 
I'm with you. I think if they take this kid, Magic fans will revolt. I, I'm I'm with you. They like, will burn I'm, Amway Center no, to the ground. I'm, like I'm done. We need a shooter. We need a shooter. Now I will say this: He's talented. He can shoot the ball from the outside. Something that is a prerequisite now in the NBA. Well, he's I mean, a very good rim protector at seven foot two. We really didn't get to see him at Oregon. How many games did he yeah, play? Because he, he had much. the foot injury. He only yeah. took twenty five well, threes. And that's another red flag too. You oh, got yeah. a seven foot two guy with a stress fracture in his foot. Yeah. Okay, so that's likely going to um, be a problem for him in the future in his career. I would think so. So, uh, but but it, you know, if, if he's on the board and some of those guys or all those guys that we just talked about are not there, do you take the best available player? I think that's what the magic at that will. Point. No, I think the magic will do that. Like we're talking about guys for fit because that's really the only way to do this. The best player available is who Orlando will draft. They are not in a position where they can pass on best available talent. If it is Bull Bull at 16, then it's Bull Bull. But we saw last year, who was the best available player? It was Muhammad Bamba at sixth overall. Yeah. So yeah. I, I don't yeah. think Orlando, I know you made the playoffs for the first time in, what, seven years? You're still not in a position where yeah. you can kind of nitpick and pick for uh, – for 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 need, you draft the best guy available. Oh, man, I would agree with you to a certain point, but we don't need another center on this roster. Now, I will say this. One more guy that I wanted to mention, and I'm not quite sure how to pronounce his name. I believe it's Sekou Demboya. Sekou. Sekou Demboya. The kid out of France. Correct. Um, Correct. I uh, know that, yes, he has been scouted uh, by Orlando. Yes. No question about it. Jeff Weltman and John Hammond have gone over to Europe to scout this kid. We do know that. Um, he, he, he's been in France and you talk about positional length. Um, <laughs> you see this guy's numbers. Yeah. Six foot nine with a six eleven wingspan, which right. is okay. But an eight eleven standing reach. Right. 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 So, and he's only 18, but again, he's only 18 years of age, but if some of those shooters are off the board and you're going best available That's player, That's it. I don't think he'll make it to 16. I and think he may a, not. I think he's a top 10 pick. Wow, top 10? I think he's a top 10 pick. I'm hearing late lottery, but if you're hearing okay. top 10, Nikki Football, I'm going with your sources, I, man. I, well, no, I mean, I just just looking at some of the mocks and stuff. I know nothing here. I just I hope he's there at 16, because if he's there at 16, that's the kid I take. That's the kid! It's a Euro. Six foot nine! Yeah, I take him. I take him. I he's isn't he Jonathan Isaac? Aren't you aren't you just copying Jonathan Isaac? Is that what you're doing there? Uh, I don't know. I mean, like but, I, uh, I think I think the the success you've seen with Toronto this year with Kawhi Leonard, and I know it's Kawhi and Pascal Siakam, it tells me that you can get away with multiple guys like that. So if I find another one that I like, why not? That I mean, that's that's going to be. A very interesting facet of this draft. He's got a better body than Magic. Isaac. He's not as frail as oh, no Jonathan doubt. Isaac. No I mean, doubt. he's right 6'9", 230. Yes. What was Jonathan Isaac? Oh, like uh, 175 pounds? <laughs> he, was, he wasn't that light, but he, he was he was very, very light. Now, luckily for the Magic, he continues to to work on his body. But look, I mean, I'm looking at this kid, six foot nine, 230, wingspan 6'11", still raw. A great athletic upside for this kid, Demboya. Uh, you're going to have to wait for this kid, but I love the way this team uh, is all of a sudden developing players. Do you need another Jonathan Isaac? That's the, I'll but, take but, him. But, but then again, if he's the best player on the board at 16, beggars can't be choosers at that point, right? Aircraft carriers and destroyers win wars. I mean, I, you're exactly right. So, and, and the history of these guys, Weltman and him, and or what? 
aircraft carriers and, and destroyers. A reason, there's a reason why both of those guys went over to Europe to see this kid. Too. No doubt. You want the you want the comps on this kid? Yeah, go ahead. Um, a tranquilized Pascal Siakam, Al Farouk Aminu, Trevor Booker. Wow, that's that's interesting. Um, Trevor Booker. A little bit more beefy, right? Yeah, than Pascal is. Siakam is so there's yes. there's a there's a wide there's range a wide range there, there and I think it's just because we don't know much about this kid. Yeah, he's he's 18 years old. Did not play a ton when he was over in France, and when he did, uh, he put up some intriguing numbers, but not enough, I think, for a big sample size. Yeah, it, it's it's going to be interesting. It feels like Giannis. Do, do you ta- do you ta- <laughs> yeah, exactly right? Exactly. Do you take do you take need there or you take best available? Best available. Best available. We had this argument Man, last year. I, My answer is almost never going to be. You already have Mo Bamba and Jonathan Isaac. I understand. And you know what? You can move Mo Bamba. You can let, you can let Nick Vucevic walk. Mm. I mean, there's you have options as a team. I, We're I just, gonna look you can good trade Aaron Gordon. off that bus, man. Sure. Well, but once we get in the layup line, I... I I don't know if anybody's going to be able you're to be able to, You're going to be able to build houses with all the bricks. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> wow. So that'll be inter- that's going to be interesting. The interesting facet for Jeff Weltman and John Hammond for this draft is going to be what do you, what the heck do you do? do? Do you go need? And needs would certainly be give me an athlete who can shoot the rock. All right? And, but best available, you're looking at a, maybe a bowl bowl or this kid, Demboyer from France, going to be very interesting here in another three weeks. Or we so. went much longer on the draft yeah, than we, we thought did. we were going to do. We only had about 25 minutes to do this today. We we're going to get into some of the rumors surrounding the magic and maybe making some trades. That will be on a future episode, I'm thinking, Monday or Tuesday next week. Uh, but you can follow Scott Inez on Twitter, at Inez Says. And uh, me on Twitter at ESPN580. Nick, of course, you can hear both of us on ESPN580 Orlando weekdays, 4 to 8, or really any other time that we have local programming here on ESPN580. But we'll be back next week. Appreciate you hanging out with us. And as always, go Magic. Go Magic.